The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Media Advice Show for the Modern Era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your babyest baby, Griffin McElroy. A lot of times people ask us, how do you guys record the show? Uh, We're gonna fucking how do you prayer. capture the magic? Oh, how do you yeah. capture it? It seems like you're in the same room, and they, I, I have to convince them. And no, in fact, we are in separate rooms, and it separate just doesn't... Separate states? Uh, separate states, separate time zones... Separate, um, separate like states of mind and general like levels of professionalism. I guess is fair to say. Preparedness, say professionalism. Yeah, I think preparedness. That's Listen, probably. some of us got waylaid on the way to recording because they stopped to be a good Samaritan because okay. a woman's car died and they pushed it single-handedly into a parking lot. Now let me tell you something, Trav, because you told you told that story, but you also said that you straight up forgot. Oh no! So, like, also that too. It's not like I was on my way home to record. Okay. I was just on my way home. You definitely forgot. You definitely. For sure forgot. Definitely forgot. But Um, then I turned on my computer and it worked perfectly right away. Yeah. Justin's downloaded far too much World of Warcraft porn (laughs) that he found on an internet website, like Digiporn of World of Warcraft characters. And now he's on anything. You could put anything into Google. For a long time, I thought there were more rules. But you can type whatever in it. You can pretty much type whatever you want in there. Um, My thing uh, was. My my computer has been waylaid Mm -hmm. by the fine folks at Comcast. Uh, they, They tried to convince me today that below one megabyte of downloadable speed. Is a is not bad, not too bad. Mm. Um, my thing, like my my story, is that I was here on time with a computer that worked perfectly. So, like, it's I guess it's not as fun or <laughs> but, relevant. But Griffin, you also have all those dark spots on your soul. I do have those, but those don't really. I guess they come through in some form in the recording sesh. But otherwise, I am I am fucking Stevie Wonder in here in terms of professionalism and preparedness. That's my secret <laughs> to a good podcast. As long as you know one nothing about Stevie Wonder's professionalism. As long as thirty three thirty three point three percent repeating of the podcast performers have that Stevie Wonder level of professionalism and preparedness, you're in for a good ep. Uh yeah, that's all it takes. We can be a third on our game and still I got t- hey guys, I got two shoulders. To carry both of you over, one for each shoulder. <laughs> brother, my brother and me, one working computer and two working shoulders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's the show of the year here. Travis's computer works. Travis's computer works, but the fucking scheduler app on his iPhone does not, apparently, or his watch. Which was it, Trav? Your watch or your app? I don't own a watch, Griffin. Boom shakalaka. Okay. Uh, You took him downtown. Uh, Anyway, we're not here to complain about us. We're here to complain about you. How about you? Can I be here to complain about us? Yeah, I mean, you can complain, but let's make it a post-show sort of situation. I got uh, a lot of things on the docket. We'll for talk week. about it in couples counseling. Okay. Triples. Uh, triples counseling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, here's our first question. Is it okay to walk up to a drive-thru window to order my food? 
I don't have a car, but I'm often walking around town where many drive through chains are located. Would it be weird if I were to use the drive through windows on foot or maybe on a bike or something? In our town, the lines are usually longer than the lines at the window, and I don't want to have to go through all the trouble of buying food inside the restaurant when I'm leaving immediately afterwards. Am I being weird? That's from Walken in Wisconsin. I Listen, I don't Jovial. Wanna- Jovial I don't want to poke a hole in this, but it won't work. Yeah, that's they won't, what they're asking. A, a lot of places won't serve you. No, no, I mean like physically, physics-wise, you got it. There's a weight sensor that alerts them that there's a car there that you're just not going to be able to trigger. Man, this person's Whoa, super fucking fat. You don't know. Okay, I didn't they think love of fast that. food, but they also love walking. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe you just um, carry some like barbells with you and just like fucking slam it Thor style on the ground. That would also help you burn I off the hardies. I don't think that's a way to. In- I don't think that's a way to entreat service. I don't <laughs> think. I don't think slamming barbells. Bring me burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think that you're gonna be. If you went with like a group of friends and you all pretended you were an invisible car, <gasps> they'd probably feel bad enough for you to throw you oh, some chicken nuts. Yeah, like um, like a like a mime car. You could be like um postmodern art car. Okay, but mine car's not going to set off the weight thing, is it? Well, if you all stand on each other's shoulder then jump up and down real quick. Yeah, like you're in a car. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, you just cars- got to concentrate the weight into one spot. I think the question, are you being weird? Yes. Yeah. Yes, but does that mean it's bad? That's for no. cars. <laughs> that <laughs> Try is- to imagine this in, in, your, in your head. You've walked through this little scenario, but I don't think you fully considered the part where you're in line with other cars <laughs> as a person. <laughs> Like slowly walking up as the line scooches forward, and you're standing there like you're a car. And What's you're important not. is that you have to do that thing where it looks like you're sitting down in the seat with your hand on the steering wheel, and then when somebody pulls up too close to you, you got to spin around and start yelling at them silently mm-hmm. and like waving your hand at them, like. Oh, and it's probably important. It's probably good to say like pup 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 yeah pup 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 and kind of bounce a little bit so they know the car's still running. Won't the illusion be like? cast off though once the person behind you inevitably tries to run over you no you're in a smart car i guess like a like they're very a, tiny they're very tiny can you go through a drive through very tiny can you go through a drive through on a segway what if you went through on a bicycle in which you built a cardboard car around and no one can tell the difference <laughs> if the concern is being weird i think you firmly veered into that territory sure. go on one of those bikes and stacked on top of another bike Here's sure a- that's not a thing Oh, yes, it is, Justin. Someone's welded a bike frame on top of a bike frame, and it's like two bike frames tall. That's a thing. Another solution is you go to the Taco Bell, and you get some spicy sauce, drain that in your mouth, and then you'll turn into a hot rod, like that one cartoon. Are you talking about Turbotine? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a, like 140 episodes since our last Turbotine reference. <laughs> it's, Welcome it's, back, Turbotine. It's a Candle Nights miracle. That's a, fa- that's a talking franchise. talking about Turbotine again. That is a franchise that is just itching and raring and roaring for a reboot. Gotta get a Turbotine. Shia LaBeouf cast him in that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. He's he's obviously shown his prowess at being in movies where cars turn into other shit and vice versa. So you think you want to see Shia LaBeouf? I don't want to pigeonhole LaBeouf, but I think that in 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 the light of recent controversy, we should we should try and get the kid back in the picture. He wants to get into a family friendly picture, family family like f- Turbo Teen two thousand. But here's the thing, Shia, 
tips from us to you. You need to make sure to call that thing TurboTeen. And you need to make sure to license the Turbo Teen license oh God, yes. from whoever does own that. Don't just write a movie called Boy Car about a boy that eats hot sauce and turns into cars. Yo, I'm back with another Shia LaBea Ridge. It's, it's called Boy Car. It's, it's um, called uh, uh, Vroom, Vroom Boy. Uh, apparently, Shia LaBeouf, whenever he did get into this hot water. And by the way, I love Shia LaBeouf. I don't. I, I think he's great. Whatever he's doing. Even Stevens, Transformers, that one Sigur Rós music video where he got his dick out. I'm f- I'm a big fan what? of all of those things. Do you think when that when that stuff broke bad with Shia, fellow Even Stevens star Beans thought it maybe it was time for Beans Ascendant? T- time for Beans to make his play <laughs> at the big show? Um, that Travis, got- if you don't stop sending us fucking pictures of giant bicycles, bike on top of bikes on top of bikes. Yeah, Travis, I'm quitting the show. You said wasn't a thing. I want school, you son. Yeah, well, I'm. Uh, I love this school. This welcome to uh, Travis McElroy's school for audio podcasts. Here, here's where listeners come to be educated about things they can't see. Um, you guys on Yahoo? Poor favor. Don't do this thing, by the way. Don't, no, don't just do go this inside thing. wait in the just line go inside. like an adult. I feel bad. Just go inside wait in the line. Is it weird that, like, we we choose, like, a rando celeb to beat up on every week? And I don't like, I genuinely don't like that part of the I show. I feel like of all the ones we've done, though, Shia LaBeouf, he's still got a lot of power behind him. I feel the We're worst about fire. Shia LaBeouf, though, because he's, but like, we, he's already getting it from, like, all sides, like, front, back, left, well, and right. We should pick someone no. who's, like, on top, who's, like, a darling, and be like, fuck you, Jennifer Lawrence. But no. the, here's the thing. He, no, you watch your mouth. Uh, See? She, she's America's sweetheart. Exactly. I, I, th- I feel yeah. like with Shia, what's good about uh, that is we didn't want to be timely with making fun of Shia, so we waited until the wound might conceivably have started to heal. And then we go back in. We start digging. Oh, is this a fresh scab here? Let us just check this out. I feel <laughs> kind of terrible, and I will for the rest of the Shia, episode. if you're listening, we're sorry. We loved you. And this is why we can't build a celebrity fan base, because everybody's a friend of everybody. Yeah, because we've made fun of everybody at this point. Um, do you guys want to know who this one? Yes, you do. This one's sent by Jacob Harrison. Thanks, Jacob. It's by Yahoo Answers user Chris, who asks, How can I write a review for a McDonald's employee? I went to my local McDonald's today, and one of the employees really stood out from the rest of the team. He was extremely kind, and we actually had a conversation. His positive energy really brightened my day. I was hoping to tell his manager how good of an employee he is so that maybe he could get a raise or something, but I don't want to tell the manager in person. Does anyone know if there is, like, a write a review section on the McDonald's website? I prefer it to be anonymous. Also, would that be possible? Also, Listen. Also, does anyone know if I can do this for Chipotle? He doesn't He doesn't want to get bogged down in some sort of single white female situation where this employee becomes obsessed with him and his kindness. Uh, I... I laughed, and I'm sorry I laughed because we've had this experience. Everybody's had this experience. It is the. Yes, it is yeah, almost the, the fact of the matter is is like, dude, working at McDonald's, fucking kudos, mm-hmm. awesome for you that you're going out of your way to make the dude coming into McDonald's have a good day, and you're smiling at him. It's great. I laughed because what's your day like? In which it was made because that guy at McDonald's really took who, the time. Who the fuck oh, are you? No. I, you're telling me that when you have this experience, to me, it is as bad as when you go to McDonald's and you have a really shitty experience with an employee, and you know, like, ah, uh, there is no recourse for, th- there is no way that I can inform no, this I'm person. I'm sorry, what world do you live in in which you do not walk out the doors in your life, whoop, 
clean slate style was a brand new <laughs> but if day. You have, if like, you have I can't a... remember the faces of people I've seen in the McDonald's. Well, that's because you're a you're The a person that I am inside the McDonald's is not the person I was before or after. <laughs> He's more full. If you meet a, yucky. If you meet a stranger, and that stranger, regardless of what the circumstance is, but especially if they have overcome the adversity of being like, in McDonald's all day. Like, we've talked about how horrible it is, like, crossing the threshold of a fast food restaurant. These people do this for 10 to 12 hours a day, right? If you meet somebody like that and you have a great convo with them who has overcome the adversity of McDonald's to have, like, a really great convo with you... Then it's just two ships passing. You move off into the night. They had a nice moment. You had a nice moment. And then you eat your McDouble and your silent peace. But this is why, Travis, people like you are why things never get better. Right. Because you don't get kudos for being nice. And what's the point? No, because the other side of that is I also accept their right to be shitty to me because they're stuck in a McDonald's. This is the thing, though. If we started expecting more from from minimum wage employees then we'd have to start demanding to pay them more and then the whole rising tide and ships uh, there's think a lot of it. nautical references going on right now but listen travis i don't think you're measuring your life in love i don't think <laughs> if you have this experience with a person if you have this experience and you don't walk away from it talking to you don't tell Teresa when you get home oh it's great I, this, the mcdonald's guy said something really nice about my jacket like, what do you feel? No, because doing? that requires me the other thousand times to come in and be like, they're really snotty to me at McDonald's again. Well, that's what I I'm saying. I feel like, ju- judging from the experiences I've had with other McDonald's employees at our local, like my McDonald's, like my Mickey D's, uh, y- you, if someone said, hey, this guy was really nice to me, you would probably be fire for messing up the curve. Yeah. The, peop- the people Thanks at my McDonald's. Thanks for making us look bad, Daryl. Get the fuck out. Open, yeah, are like openly hostile. Like, they have embraced their situation and this may surprise you a lot of turnover at that mcdonald's and a lot of apple Apple turnovers turnovers thank you you guys but here's the thing is like that's their right like i figured that's like that's the mcdonald's tip you know i don't give you extra money so yeah you can be really snotty to me because i'm the one in there ordering the ranch this is what i'm saying though but travis this is what i'm saying to you And, and 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 follow me here follow me with this what we've accepted, what, what your rationale that you've accepted is, well, these are really terrible jobs, and mm-hmm. so the people uh, at them have a right to be hostile. And I and I, I can see there's a certain logic to that. I, I think that's fair. But you're, what you're denying is the fact that what we've done is basically create a system where people are in jobs that are so bad that we have built for ourselves several unpleasant experiences that we are going to have every day. Imagine if we were like paying people decently and they actually were like really gave well, like copious yeah. shit Thank about you, their Joseph job. Stalin. And then, I agree. We should uh, pay everyone be cool. better. We should all be on an equal level. That's just not the way it's, the world it works, sounds Daisy like Man. Travis, it sounds like Travis wants every restaurant to be Dick's Last Resort. It sounds like <laughs> Travis just wants people to shovel shit. And what is shocking to me is that you get like angry when atop the pile of shit the shit king the person who survived like 147 hours style and has climbed through the shit to come up and say travis that's a cool I re- hey i really like your jacket that's no, that no outlier. you're wrong here's it's, why you're wrong because i think that's second day daryl what do you he's been working there for maybe two in. weeks it doesn't he's fucking matter how much money they make how long they've been there they said something but, nice about your jacket the last thousand when you compliment second day daryl when he's at the top it's just gonna make him look worse when he's at the bottom 
Daryl used to be so well connected with the other with the other employees and with the customers. Everyone used to love your performance, and now you just glare at everybody. What's wrong? You gotta measure don't, life and love, Travis. You're not don't draw attention to second day Daryl. Say say by I think you're met. I agree with Griffin on this one, Travis. I think you're not measuring life with love. I go out of my way to be friendly to uh, everybody who is currently working a job when I encounter them because I feel like that can help buoy their spirits. And I think if enough people do that, then you get charged up with positive energy and you can start unloading that into people that come in. It's Uh-oh. a whole cycle, Travis. What was that? It's a what whole was that sound? cycle. Was that a cash register? Because Justin has paid that shit forward. I think. What's up? I didn't see the movie. You don't have a hey brother. You don't have a smile today. Why don't you borrow one of mine? Mm. Mm. Can I say something, Justin? I hate to you. you both so Can I much. say something to you right now, Justin? Tell me. I'm loving it. God, I hate you. Just your attitude. <laughs> like I'm loving I hate it. I'm, you guys they should so change much. the slogan. Mm. I've seen you interact with fast food employees. Mm, I'm loving shit. your attitude. Mm, that's a new slogan. I get accused of of being too friendly with people. I'll use first names. Mm-hmm. I'm a real sweetheart. They don't appreciate it at my McDonald's. I will say that. <laughs> You're not allowed not. back in your McDonald's for My a carefree while. attitude does not seem to be winning me any friends there. Maybe they do. Maybe I inspire them to go get a different job because, like I said, I do not see the same person twice. Uh, ever since we were kids, I've always had a bit of a crush on my best friend's little sister. She's two years younger than me, while my best friend is the same age as I. My best friend and I have been friends since we were toddlers, and our families are pretty close. We're practically siblings. In high school, I never paid much attention to little sister, but now that we're both in university, she's grown up rather than just being the kid sister. I don't make things awkward with the big sister, nor our families. On the flip side, I don't think she has much interest in me anyway. (laughs) Do I even have a problem? (laughs) This person had a crisis of confidence like midway through the question. Oh, shit, because I misread that at first and thought that they were saying that the big sister... Had no, no big sisters in, in quotes, as if to say the little sister that grew up. Oh no, yeah. I think big sister is the little sister's big sister. I think the best friend is also a sister. Man, this shit's getting complex. Um, finish the question. So uh, I know there are the fish in the sea, but if I did want to pursue her romantically, what would be a safe way to do that? Uh, that's from foolishly overcomplicates things. Well, you, you are doing that. That I mean, is you are th- overcomplicated. That it. is a thing that you've done. I mean, if she's if you don't, uh, it's all about pros and cons. You got to weigh them, weigh them jelly beans, boy meets world style. Mm-hmm. You're saying that is a big risk. It could possibly upset your friend who's been like your best friend, nay, a sibling, your whole life, and you don't think that the little sister likes has has is interested in you like that anyway. Like, yeah, I would probably just sit this particular one out. Let me say, I would say that if you don't know by now, like, you've been almost siblings, almost a member of this family since you were toddlers, and you are uncertain about this situation, that's a pretty clear sign. But I'm not, but I'm not sure. Sometimes it doesn't click with you until you realize the person has an interest in you. Sometimes that can get the gears turning. Yeah, but I'm like, saying well, I like, had never saw I had never thought of it that way. Let me mull that let over. Let me flip the script though, Justin. What I'm saying is if you're not certain enough, if you have to ask us, it's not worth it. Because I think that goes both ways. I'm not saying if you're not certain that well, it's a mutual thing. I'm saying if you are uncertain, it doesn't sound like it's worth don't it. Don't fucking say that out loud, though, because then nobody will send in questions or a show anymore. Like, Fair if you have to ask us, 
then no is the answer 100% of the time. It seems like in this circumstance, you've got a lot to lose for something that you're not prepared to fight for. Or... But this is the... Th- Boar. Boar. Ray of light. Boar is the new unless... Boar. Or maybe it's true love in this. It's like your life mate and life partner. And like all of us are married now, so like we're all on team life partner. So, Ooh, I mean... This could be like a Harry Met Sally thing. You got to fight for it. Mm-hmm. Fight like for Harry it. did when he met Sally. Love means having to fight every day. Quote, <laughs> Harry met Sally. It was my favorite. <laughs> I, I'll have what she's having. True love for the rest of my life. I don't think you're jeopardizing the familial bonds by asking somebody out on a date. I mean, if they say no, whatever, that's the end. If you go on a few casual dates, then, and, and you know, it doesn't pan out. I don't think there's any danger in that either. Like, I don't think that that's going to be this like permanent let me, thing that you can never overcome. Um, let uh, me ask this: Do they need to run it by the older sibling that they are like best friends once with? You uncork this. This bottle is so tenuously corked. But right would now. you rather? Would you rather they just go and ask for the day? I would rather you just take the cork and you push it so so hard down in that bottle. So we're in agreement that it's not worth it. I don't think that there's any problem, uh, but there's no risk. I'm, I'm saying there's not a risk. Like, there's not a risk with asking somebody out. Like, that's not a problem. I think it's a problem if you're like, if you date uh, for, for you know, years and you have a terrible falling out, yeah, that might create some awkwardness, but I have a saying I just came up with that it's better to have loved and lost than not to have loved at all. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, but what if you ask out little sister and older siblings like, hey, did you ask out my little sister? Also, when you lose shit, it sucks, Justin. It sucks like a it sucks like a Have you ever lost your keys? Have you ever lost your keys? I love those keys in the car that they go into, (laughs) but man, they're gone. Fuck. I think you guys are not being very romantic right now. Who better to build a life with than somebody you've already shared in your younger years with? How beautiful is that? All right, here. Let's play this game then, Justin. Start bouncing off literally any scenario. Any scenario where you try to make okay. this rainbow connection happen, and I will tell you why it is the worst. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready okay. to play the game. Okay, begin. Okay. You, uh, let me finish my first scenario first, and then you can tell me, okay? All right. You uh, ask her out, you go on dates, uh, you have- Assuming she uh, says yes, so like already, boink. Okay, that so- That was me poking a hole right in it. You. F- fall in love you get married point? you have beautiful kids point, point. like uh, who's to say maybe you're shooting blanks like there's so many there's so many holes in this juicer let me you throw this out you can't live that way let me write this dialogue hey do you want to go on a date <laughs> you're like my sibling <laughs> no. I'm gonna tell my sister about this oh tell sister you did what <laughs> bye and you're not getting those records back you you're definitely me. not getting those records and back. now you're out your almond brothers records they were what rare. is the problem though with what is the problem with why why, why should it even be an issue that you ask my sister? You want your records back. Here's a okay, hey. Here's a. I think you're confusing your metaphors. Here's a here's a, a new uh, mantra that I just came up with. Make new friends, but keep the old, and definitely don't try to fuck them. Don't because they're <laughs> gold, and you'll lose them. And you shouldn't fuck gold. You shouldn't fuck gold. It loses its. I I, I actually Travis suggested something, and normally I would never say this. Uh, but it was a decent idea. I think if you're if you're close enough friends with the the uh, older sister, 
then I think that it, it couldn't hurt to just run it by them and see like hey, okay, but you, they're not going to. Has they ever you. mentioned? Have they ever mentioned like in a romantic context? Like, hey, he's looking pretty good. He's looking like well, he's been I working think, out. All you say is like, hey, would it bother you if you if I asked your sister out? And they're like, yeah, it would. Like, oh, okay. I don't think Duh. they'll do that though. I think you're putting them in a position where they can't say no. Well, but then you know what they don't get to do? Complain later. They I'm do because you want to fuck their sister. I'm not saying you ask for permission. I'm saying you float it, spitball it. Mm-hmm. Hey, your sister's looking pretty mirrors. good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't you think don't you turn into some kind of weird uh, sex robot. You know, it's looking real good nowadays. Your sister. <laughs> really grown up. I don't oh, think not so little anymore, it. is she? I, I don't think you want to position them it. Hachi, hachi okay. <laughs> I don't know what got into you guys. Make the dog want a bag. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What was the last thing? What? What did you say? Why are we? Why did uh, I don't understand why floating it by her older sister to see if she's ever thought of you in that context or what she thinks? Like why that has to become like bargaining for her? Like, well, looking, I like the hammies on her. Well, what? First of all, I don't know what hammies would be, but why also, did you like, make it about hamstrings, you perv? Why? Why are you checking out her, her little sister's hamstrings? But also, like, once you do this... No, he meant her hamsters. Once you do this, once your lifelong friend, nay sibling, knows that, like, you have been eyeing her little sister in that way, in any context at all, it is going to be... If she also thinks it's, like, a familial bond, that's going to creep her right the fuck out. Listen, you know, I am always on, on the side of, like, just ask her, silly, but... I'm telling you that there are certain situations where I think that can be very, very, very counterproductive. Would it be as weird if it was her brother that was your friend? If it was like you and a dude and you were asking out his little sister? Yeah. Or if it was reversed and it was like two girls wanting to ask out like an older brother? I don't think gender plays any role in this. I think it's all about siblings. I want, personally for me, I don't know if everybody feels this way, and I'm not even sure like I feel this way at this point in the podcast, but I wanted my siblings to be happy before the show started, at least. And if you think that your friend could make your sibling happy, at least in like a dating sense, early in a, in a relationship, I don't see why it would be such a terrible crime for you to want to ask them out. Real talk. Real talk. Oh, finally. Here's what I think. I can't believe you've been holding one, back until now. Yeah, this I know. has been very intense show. I imagine this is what Mark Maron's show has been. It's because we're all quietly very angry with the other two people. <laughs> For the Scared lack of professionalism shit. and preparedness that I have come to expect over the past 180 episodes from you two. Okay, so real talk. Okay. You need to analyze within yourself if this is a passing fancy because this is a girl you know who now is hot, or if you really have some real feelings that you're willing to like risk yeah. Something for. And then step two, I think you definitely need to float it by the older sibling. If Yeah, but I just haven't figured it out yet. Like, I'm pretty good at figuring that kind of stuff out, and I haven't figured out yet how you broach that without sounding like a bridge you troll. You just say, like, hey, I don't want it to be weird, but I'd like to ask your little sister out. Is that okay? I guess frankness is the best course of action. Because then they go, no. And you go, okay, cool. Then never mind. Oh, if no, they say whatever, yes, then no, they say no, and then you want it more than anything you've ever well, wanted then in your entire life. That. Then it's the sweetest fruit. <laughs> you, <laughs> what? I'm changing the name of this show to Gross Rooney because that is how I feel <laughs> full time right now. Gross Rooney. That's actually Mickey Rooney's little sister that I wanted to ask out. 
then he wouldn't let you because he, he was really stocky and old. And then she God, was all I wanted. All you can think about that Mona she was, Lisa smile. She was 86. She was 86 years old. Um, she looks good though. Hmm. Hey. Oh, so good. You know, looks good. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> what? Is, Mike a dog on a bag. Come on, you can't. This cannot be your I, new thing. He said it again, and I didn't hear it the second time. Like a dog. I hate that guy. I don't know who the guy is. But you I don't hate like that, that guy. guy. I don't like that guy. Like a dog, want a bag. <laughs> yep, nailed it. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, just mull it over. <laughs> uh, speaking of begging, I, we need some money. So let's get the money. Is beg one of the words he said? This is for Christian Ridley. Griffin, who's this message from? It's from Jacob Ridley. Justin, what is this message? To my brother Christian, happy... To my brother... Okay, okay, the brother's name is Christian. Okay. To my brother Christian. God bless you. Brother Christian. He's speaking in the colloquial sentence. Happy late birthday, merry late Christmas, and happy new year. I hope you enjoy your top three favorite brothers reading message from your fourth favorite brother. Oh, that's, right. a, that's a tough that's one to admit. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Jacob, I, for being damn enough. the first step. <laughs> Thanks for introducing me to Mabim Bam, and I hope this makes up for my previously lacking gift-giving history. From Jacob, the obvious golden child. Oh, there oh. the last minute, Jacob. A lot of truth in this, Jacob. <laughs> fourth favorite brother, first favorite son. Um, is there any metric for how bad we fucked this up and how much we miss his birthday by? Hey, we didn't miss his birthday. No, this, I think, Jacob I actually think we're right. It. I think we're right in the sweet spot. It says, Merry Late Christmas and Happy New Year. We're like on the money. This is, uh, Jacob went into it saying, Oh, I done missed it. I'm a bit <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if you, if you give to ask us to tell someone a message for you, you might as honestly. You might as well put it in a bottle and chuck it into a well. well. But here's mm-hmm. the other thing, like that's, Jacob. That's for future the reliability. Reference. Jacob, future reference. Don't include that you were late. Yeah. Let us take that hit. That's yeah. what we're here to do. Take I'll a load off, Jacob. You won't. say Sometimes, happy birthday two weeks in advance, and then buy it whenever. Mm-hmm. A lot of time when someone has uh uh, that we claim that we miss someone's birthday by weeks, we are literally getting a telegram from the person. As the show is going on. Wait, this just in. Oh, we fucked up. Oh, we should charge we extra. <laughs> we should charge extra for fuck up mail. Yeah. Let's just dig in the fuck uh, up mail bag. Got a message for Tim Reinhardt from Ed. Uh, Ed says, dear Tim. dear." I'm going to add dearest. Dearest Tim. My dearest happy Tim. Ho- to my dearest Tim. I write to happy you from ho- the front. Happy holidays to the biggest and pretty much only other Mabim Bam fan well, I know. Oh, fuck. Thanks, Just man. Thank you, too. Screw you, too, Val. Just him out there in the cold, lonely oblivion. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a gift for everybody, it seems. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Thank thanks, you for turning thanks me Thanks for on. sharing this shitty, unpopular show with me. <laughs> Uh, thanks for turning me on to Bim Bam while we were roommates. Hopefully this message makes it during the holidays. Ah, squeaked in there. Yeah, we did. This is normally more than I would spend on you, so this also counts as your birthday present. (laughs) (laughs) 
happy birthday, Tim, from your cousin Ed. You know, normally I would think that that, that, that someone was just inserting a sick burn, but I think that they, we were probably getting a little kidding on the square there. This was I fucking. Think, this was like. This is one of the best money zone spots we've ever had because it was it was deprecating in first, second, and third person, which I really <laughs> yeah. appreciate. Listen, no one came away from this unscathed. There was a little bit of something, a <laughs> little bit of something for it. It was the Dick's Last Resort of Jumbotron spots. Speaking of Dick's Last Resort, oh, it's Extreme Restraints. The magic is back. Oh, uh, ExtremeRestraints.com is your adult superstore for everything you can fuck and stick in holes. Uh, God, it feels good to curse again. I did miss it during the Candle Nights. Uh, spectacular. As much as we um, enjoyed doing that one Candle Nights episode where you had to talk about extreme restraints in clean ways, like you really gotta like get into the filth to really paint a word picture. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, your, what's your 2014 gonna be like? Because let me suggest this. Maybe you should just like fucking get it. Yeah. Maybe, Are you getting you it? Mix it up a little bit with a size matters penis and larger. This thing, you put your penis in this, and it is, it's like sending it away to boot camp. Yeah. It is going to come back a changed penis. I'm just uh, saying, much spice larger. it up. Yeah. Spice it up. Put your, right now, put, you a little white rice. Yep. You need you to throw some sriracha in there before it's discontinued. Do they have sriracha lube or something? I bet they do. I bet they do. It seems sriracha everything is happening You could right actually now. just use sriracha, sriracha don't, don't, A little tip from don't, me to you. Don't, don't, save a little don't, money. Don't, 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 save don't. This money. is the reason that we have a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode saying don't do anything these chuckle fucks say. Just throw, just throw some sriracha. I burned my dick penis. and he burned his butthole. It, 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 uh, thanks, my bim bam. That'll be $2 billion. Uh, go to extremechange.com to buy things with the coupon code sexabunga and save 20%, but stay for the oddly confrontational pictures of naked people holding sex toys. A lot of these people are staring directly <laughs> at you, challenging your own uh, preconceived notions about what sexual pleasure means. I highly recommend the picture of the gentleman and the hollow stainless steel anal plug. He's holding it saying, are you man enough? And the answer is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's only one way anal to find play. out in there. Yeah, go to extremechange.com. 2014, are you man enough? Are you man Sex enough or woman enough? enough? Cram it! Cram it. 2014. Cr- hey, are you cramming up? <laughs> are I'm you strong enough to s- be my cram? <laughs> Extreme restraints. That's the new coupon code. If Sexabunga gets hacked, we will change it to are you strong enough to be my cram? Got a real cram going now. Welcome to the space cram. <laughs> it's your chance. Get a butt plug at the space cram. <laughs> Oh, All right. I love extreme restraints, and I would never do anything to hurt them. But can we open up our own sex toy store called Space Cram? <laughs> here's all. Here's what we sell. You ready? Uh, one of those thick plastic cased VHS tapes of Space Jam, and we say <laughs> in the product description, "Put it in your butt, maybe." We sell sex toys and organizational tools. Sergio Diaz plays in a band called Os Mutantes. His life was changed the first time he heard Elvis Presley. The great thing in the world, it is to discover. I mean, there's nothing better. I'm Jesse Thorne. My show, Bullseye, is about discovery. We help you find the best music, the best movies, the best books, and we talk to the people who make them. It's Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR. Uh, I'm stuck in the runway. I'm super thirsty. Do you have any suggestions 
for sweet beverage cart hacks like your subway hacks. I want to get as much refreshment as my ticket allows me to. And that's from Thirsty Dude. They have to keep um, giving you drinks. They do. They have to keep giving you drinks. If you tell them you're parched, if you press the little button and say, I'm parched, they'll bring you something. I don't think, I think it's going to be water, though. I, it, I think after the initial bev. Isn't, that's my favorite. Sometimes you get on those little, like, jumps where it's like a 45-minute flight, and they come on and go, due to the um, short flight, we're just going to be doing water. And it's like, oh, I feel like it's really, it is a loophole, you guys. Like, you have to do beverage service, but you're just doing Oh, yeah, you can't get up there. Hate- you can't be like, I'll have a Bloody Mary, and I'm like that's the whole flight is that you they prepare the Bloody Mary for you. That seems so like a mojito and the next three hours of your life. <laughs> I actually don't like when they don't have a beverage cart because then they're just like coming to you and ask. To me, I, I feel better about asking if you already have the drink there. If you got to walk all the way up to the moving plane to get my soda, I, I can usually just wait. Yeah. And you feel pretty guilty about that. Isn't there something I feel about bad about it? And there's something about how you're supposed to, if you order Diet Coke, they'll just give you the can because there's something about the altitude. Like Diet Coke takes so long for the like the head of the Diet Coke to go down that it takes them forever to pour it, and it's sort of like a, a economy of scale thing at that point. So they just give you the can so that you can pour the rest of it yourself. Isn't that a thing? I feel like that's uh, the thing. I mean, the I best d- hack is to hope that your seatmate falls asleep and that you don't know them, and then you just order their drink for them. Say, like, I would like, like a Coke, it. and they would like a ginger ale, and then you just fucking drink their drink. I like that you lean enough into the ruse that you'll drink two different drinks. You don't well, want to yeah, you don't want to make it seem like you. I'll have two Diet Cokes. Uh, one's for him. Do you guys, uh, do you guys ever uh, feel like, and we are dangerously stepping close to the airplane food joke line. We may have actually stepped over it already, but I think this is useful information. I have a real problem with, and maybe it's just because I always get seated at like the very, very, very back of the plane, but I always get the drink and then they give it to me and I have to put the little, um, the, the tray table down, which I don't like doing because sure. I have like, you know, I'm playing Animal Crossing down there. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm jerking off or something. Um, <laughs> You're jerking off playing Animal Crossing. I, I'm, I'm doing both at once. I'm like, I don't like having the tray table down, but I always feel like they come, give you a drink. You have about 45 seconds, and they come to gather the trash. Like, no, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> come, can you come back in like 15 minutes, which is like how long it takes me to crush a whole can of Diet Coke? No, 45 I, seconds is all I get, huh? So I guess I better toss this now or like go the rest of the plane right with my tray table. That's you got to get the beverage and then run down the aisle away from them drinking it. <laughs> I like, I actually am equally... Uh, uh, irritated by the opposite situation where I maybe I miss that first pass and then mm. it, then I finish my drink like right after and then for the next fifteen minutes this cup is my life yeah this is everything that's happening that's to me right gotta, now you gotta, gotta tuck it into the, you gotta tuck it in the little sack in front of the little satchel yeah but then you the look seat. like a dirty boy for whoever you're sitting next to <laughs> oh well, yes are you gonna leave that and there I, I that's always where I have my I leave it there every time though me too that's I, where I have all my entertainment. Oh, that's dangerous. You get up and get, you know, you you catch a connecting flight to Dallas, and then you catch another connecting flight back to Austin. You're like, oh, shit, my iPad is in Nashville. Idiot. I got a, I got a pretty good beverage hack for you if you want to get the most out of it. Get uh, their, like, expensive seats that you can get in the front of the plane. <laughs> and, man, those motherfuckers are thirsty up in first class. I, I tell you what. Boy, when- howdy. They need their drink. They need their drink. While the commoners are still getting seated, they have to have a drink. 
They can't wait for you to get to your seat. They have to have a drink right then. They were so fucking thirsty. When Teresa oh, and I, I flew that. back from Scotland, we did the like priority plus or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was like only eighty bucks extra, and like you get complimentary beer and wine. That's it still doesn't sound like it makes up for eighty bucks for nine hours. Yeah, man, you just got. Like, I guess really if you fucking through. work for it, if you you gotta like, really commit. Yeah, you gotta have nothing left to lose. I guess that's kind of a weird thing to think on your honeymoon, but sure. Well, you got a nine-hour flight, man. Who are you trying to impress? This is the most special honeymoon ever, baby. I just feel like we have nothing left to lose. <laughs> glug, 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 glug. My favorite moment, we were flying back from your wedding, Griffin. We were on this flight, and it had been delayed. And it was like a crazy thing. And this dude was on the flight with us who was clearly drunk. Like, he reeked of booze and, like, fell asleep as soon as he sat down on the plane. And this, the flight attendant woke him up. As she was coming back through and was like, can I get you a drink? And he was like, <gasps> wine. <laughs> and she was like, well, well, I mean, that costs money. And he goes, oh, oh, nothing. And fell immediately back asleep. <laughs> cool and that man is my favorite, man. That's a good guy. Can we, talk about, can we talk about 2014? I feel like by this, uh, yeah. I feel like by this point we've come up with like a catchphrase. I feel like we're sort of slacking that we haven't done that yet. That we haven't, like, like, uh, well, sort of, like, so, to review. 20 uh, does. 20 does. Getting it in 20 mm-hmm. does. And yeah, 20 then dirt. we had 20 dirt. 20 dirt, dig it up, get was, it out. Get it out. Now we're in 2014. Um, I want to hit you guys with this. What do you think about 2014, where we get into sports mm. deep? Let me throw this out. 24 Tay, what's your specialty? Oh, that's not bad. The problem is, she's that's a, actually not bad. I, I'm kind of into sports already. Yeah, that's something. Twenty four T is about a challenge to you and find out what makes you special. Gain some confidence in the thing that makes you you. Let me bounce mine off you. Um, uh, I'm feeling really good about 2015 already. Mm-hmm. 2014 might be all right, but like I think 2015 is where we are really going to like cash in. Um, what if? This was like a year of preparation. What if this was like? What if this was like twenty fortify? I like twenty fortify. And you just like maybe you like get in shape for like the big big moves you're gonna make in twenty fifteen, which is gonna be like a fucking killer stellar year. I honestly, Griffin, I and I know that I've probably thought this before, but to me, twenty fifteen sounds so goddamn futuristic. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. I th- there's no. I mean, the way, way. that Obama's running this country, you're probably not so far off. Just like let me but- hit you guys with this. Twenty fourteen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that certainly has its merits. I think the problem there's with- nothing to go can along I, with. Well, that. Can I hit you guys with another one? Just okay. Twenty fart, and <laughs> mine was just Travis's. What about this? Oh, no, see, uh, we missed this, because I was thinking 2014. Yeah. That works better with 13. I think we covered that. My problem with Forte and Fortify is that they both presume a lot about the person. Like, we don't know who's in a rebuilding year and who's not. It's not a rebuilding year. It's not a rebuilding year. You you might have this shit already. You got to Fortify that stuff. It's like, okay, it's like if you're playing, you know, the risk, you, you take... The country, you take the territory, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got it, and now it's about just shoring up. 
shore your up numbers. your resources right there to the borderlands. That that is what I'm saying. Maybe you've already got every some shit. year can't be a growth year. No, you're going to overstretch your bounds. No, we are going to need to really sort of uh, pool our resources as a community, as the Mabim Bam Nation. We really need to like get together and huddle around for warmth and just like get ready for 2015. I don't want to paint like a bleak like picture. Because um, 2015, with, we have a light at the end of the tunnel. It's 2015, and it's going to be fucking what if incredible. What if it's just 20 forts, and it's just the year of building a lot of blanket forts? Uh, that would be that would be charming. Um, my worry with Fortify is that we've been talking about how we need to do live shows in 2014, mm-hmm. and I'm worried if we go ahead and proclaim 14 as a year of uh, basically turtling. And uh, hoarding resources and stuff, we'll use it as an excuse to not do. No, that. no, no. Because uh, what like, about we have this fan ooh. base already, and we are going to start losing these motherfuckers. I mean, the bleed out. I don't know if you guys have seen our numbers. The number, it's the bleed has already begun. The only way we're going to keep them is if we get put some fucking FaceTime on the books. That's what I'm saying. The Griffin, only- this. Uh, the, uh, let me throw out the opposite and just go with twenty forward. Oh my god. Oh, Travis. That is visionary. Twenty forward, but you're kind of like usurping my grand. But I I'm guess, saying not this so is like vision. this is about momentum. This is about acceleration. This is about moving forward. Twenty forward. If you don't do twenty forward, you can't get to where you need to be. That's what I'm saying. To experience twenty forward. I like that. I like That's that message better. Move forward. Um, by the way, forward. let me get this out of the way right now. Gotta be twenty fifteen. It's got to be twenty grifteen. When we do, if we do make it there, it's gonna be a great one. It's gonna be all about. Gr- and what you guys can't see is there's like hand motion that goes along with twenty forward, and it's like a like a hand swooping for like twenty sure. forward. You're reaching out. Um, is twenty grifteen like grift like you're fucking over other people, or is it like for me, like for me, both? I don't really grift that many people. I'm missing a great. Well, you will in twenty grifteen. I probably yeah grifteen. You're gonna get it. You're gonna get. It. Real. So I move like... forward. Move forward with your grifting abilities. <laughs> Let, maybe uh, learn some. Let... Maybe learn some some sleight of hand. Salon you don't cons. do enough three card Monty. Have I've you told you forged... that before. Have you ever forged an identity? This is the time. To how do is it. your How is your ledger main? Is it okay? Uh, speaking, uh, I'm gonna say we stick with twenty forward now, unless something better uh, comes to us. I like twenty forward. Me too. That that I like the optimism of it. Uh, we got it out last in 2013. This year, we got it out the dirt. Now it's time to move forward, move on yeah. away from the dirt. Um, I do. Speaking of live shows, I think I know a pretty good place to do one, and that's wherever Tim and Ed live. That seems to be a yeah. hotbed of my fandom. I think they just live on a frozen lake. That's what I picture. Yeah, that's um, that's probably accurate. That's probably the only scenario in which there are two Mabim Bam listeners is if there's a frozen lake somewhere, not just like. I don't know, maybe the entire state of Montana, or maybe like 26 other states like Montana. Basically every state that's not California or Texas or New York. Thanks, California, Uh, Texas, and New York. You are really keeping us afloat. Thanks, guys. Uh, By the way, maybe tell somebody about the show this week, if you could. Maybe if we can get like three strong listenership in Utah and Montana. And the Dakotas, yeah. the Badlands, we are Tim and Ed. That's your mission. Yeah, just right now. tell anyone else that Tim and Ed knows. We are <laughs> bone dry in the Badlands. We have got to get that stuff wet. 
Uh, I got another question. I'm a lover of knowledge, and I spend my time researching science, tech, and culture topics. I sometimes cannot contain my excitement about these things and add them to conversations with my family. My older brother has become annoyed with this and repeatedly says, you've got too much time on your hands. What does that even mean? Is that supposed to be an insult? Is he telling me to stop learning? Do you think I should continue sharing things I learn or stop? That's from Jonathan, who isn't going to come up with a nom de plume. He's Jonathan? happy just being Jonathan. 20 forward. How is that applicable at all? I think it means your brother can go fuck himself. Okay. No, so maybe I your brother needs to go 20, 20 backward on his attitude. I'm just saying that what it sounds like to me is, listen, learning and growing and like being interested in random facts is like one of the most beautiful things in the world to me. So that idea of your brother getting annoyed with it, it seems to me like maybe it's just not his not his scene. But you don't but there ain't nothing wrong with it. You don't do what this dude is doing. I'm not saying uh, you don't have to stop obviously and you should definitely keep learning. Um but there there's a time and a place for for that kind of stuff and there are circles of people who enjoy that kind of um heady discussion and like if your brother's talking about like how his kid did at a soccer game, like he doesn't want to hear about the origins of the sport. You know what I mean? Like he just wants well, to talk about his kid. It sounds to me like what you need to work on, Jonathan, is the beauty of of a sequitur. Is Speaking that Travis? Of, you cannot be the one. You cannot no, be. No, listen, tutor. because I know, I know it's not a strength, but God knows I've come miles. Yeah, from where I was when I was like twelve. But like I have, <laughs> I have lots of. Yeah. That's just not like it's not like a super high bar to clear. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta you gotta take it where you can get it. I am so much better at metaphors than I was when I was a baby. <laughs> well, I've got friends that like know really interesting, amazing things about pop culture and science and all this stuff, but they don't wait for the prior conversation to end, they don't wait for a window to open up, they just say it, and that's always gonna fall flat. You know what I mean? It's always going to seem really out of place and out of nowhere in a way that no one's going to jump to engage with it. Jonathan, you're, the whole point of communication is to express ideas, thoughts, emotions, opinions. And it doesn't seem like, as far as trivia goes, your brother's really, I don't think he's really into getting it. So you got to wonder, like, if you are do like, if you're making these, these, uh, these little ball moths uh, for, for a specific reason, because if it's to entertain, delight, inform, your brother, then, like, he is not into it. He is, I would think it would be better to remain quiet, confident in your own personal knowledge, and then wait for, like, a nice cocktail party or maybe a pub trivia where you can really let that flag fly. Juicy, I think you just nailed it. Where I think the thing is, are you doing this for their benefit or for your own? Are you saying it to prove how intelligent and the stuff you know or because you think that this is a thing that will in some way you know, improve their enjoyment of the thing that they're talking about. Because I think it's like anything else where you're talking about making friends or relationships of any kind is it's being interested in them. So are you doing this to turn the attention to yourself or to continue on their moment of conversation? Dale Carnegie's dead, right? Yeah. I'd have to imagine at this point. He gave too much of himself to be able to continue. I, I was just thinking about, like, royalties. Oh, okay. No, we're good. If it's been we're, if it's good. been yeah, over clear. seven years since he died, the the trademark on his thoughts and ideas. No, we're safe. Okay, good. Griffin, uh, do you have a uh, Yahoo answer question? Yeah, sure. Deal with. Sure, I have a Yahoo. This one was sent in by Postmaster. Those are Gmail names. Probably not the 
like general. Thanks, Postmaster. It's by Yahoo Answers user Mr. Candy, who asks, prior to a date, what's on your checklist? Oh, God. Uh, well, last time I was on a date, the Pope was Polish, but usually this is how I start. Why don't you, like, leave the jokes to us? I know that, like, you didn't know that your Yahoo answer was going to be on the podcast. You should have assumed. You should have probably just assumed. Physically, uh, this is a checklist. Physically, wash car, inside out, and full gas tank. This guy's like a doomsday prepper. (laughs) Eat a big sandwich, because when I'm nervous, I get hungry. (laughs) Excuse me? Sorry. Eat a, one more time. Say it one more time. After finished detailing the inside of his car and filling up the gas tank, uh, <laughs> eat a big sandwich. Because when I'm nervous, I get hungry. <laughs> Wait, what? And to avoid eating like a pig in front of the date. Shouldn't it be when this person's hungry, they get nervous, and that would be the thing they worry about? Mm. <clears throat> um. Uh, personal hygiene. I just picture them just slamming a foot-long sub and then checking it off a list. Checking off a list. Ah, really- oh, shit, I got crumbs in my car. Gotta go back to step one. <laughs> he's really in touch with his body, because, like, he's ner- he's nervous about getting hungry because he gets hungry when he's nervous. Like, that seems endlessly sort of cyclical to me. Yeah. I this think this is, is a very fat man. man. Maybe when he eats a sandwich, he gets, like, he's, like, George Clooney. He's like, he turns into the smoothest dude ever. I hope it's not a spicy sandwich, Oh, but though. then he gets that moment where he's sitting at dinner and you just hear like, Burr. I hope it's, it's like, oh, I've got to go. I hope he didn't eat a spicy sandwich, though, because then he will be a very not nervous car. Um, Detail myself. Third. <laughs> third transform into car. <laughs> the third item on the checklist, which again for context's sake, has clocked in below detailing the car and filling the gas tank and then eating a big sandwich. Third, personal hygiene slash shower slash floss teeth, etc. So that one, I guess it makes sense you want to brush your teeth after you fucking eat a big sandwich. Washed and pressed clothing slash polished shoes. Makes sense. Carry a handkerchief in case we sit by a fountain, bench, etc. and wipe its excess water or humidity, etc. Wow. Uh, turn phone on silent mode. That one's probably all right. Okay. Maybe you want to turn it on airplane just go the extra mile in case you get, like, I don't know, a Snapchat. Uh, this is, okay. There are, okay. Those are just this... the physical notes. Then. The mental, mental notes Okay. include action items like don't use bad language. Don't stare at her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> that's a physical, sir. Uh, I guess that's true. Uh, listen, rather than Don't talk. Don't think about staring at her boobs. Check. Listen, rather than talk. Try to be funny, but not too much. Um, if anything annoys you, act cool and get pissed later at home. God damn it. <laughs> Can't believe that. Fuck. Uh, stay away from alcohol. One can look like a fool or something inappropriate could slip one's mouth. Safety if driving her home. I guess there's some pretty good arguments there. Well, and yeah, and, and apparently this guy is always one synapse fire away from staring at her breasts. So yeah, maybe avoid the sauce. Wait, in all of this, in all of these, some of them very down-to-earth things, can we remember that this is Big Sandwich Guy? <laughs> I just want to keep that in the forethought of your mind, that this is the guy afraid he won't be able to resist eating a Big Sandwich. Um, <laughs> never, ever look at another woman. Whoa. Eyes on the sandwich, Whoa. bub. <laughs> my sandwich is down here. Hey, hey Jared, why don't you slow, slow, slow your fucking roll? Bit. 
Uh, don't smoke. Step ten: Bring big pants to show her how fat I used to be. <laughs> big pants will come in handy if transform into car. Um, <laughs> don't want to be naked, car. Step eleven: Cover your car, dick. Don't smoke near her or at all if she doesn't smoke. Yep. Uh, have a backup plan: two choices for food and entertainment venues. Uh, and Own a copy of the movie The Backup Plan. Finally, backup cash in case of emergency. I'm telling you, this dude is a doomsday prepper. I'm telling you, this guy is a bunker. That he built himself. This guy has an axe that turns into a chair. Here's the, here's the thing. If you just, like, change the context of all of this, there's nothing weird about it. A dude being like, hey, here's some advice if you're going on a big date. But there's something about saying, like, I have a checklist. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. That makes it crazy. I, no, the problem I have with this gentleman is that a large majority of his checklist should just be applicable to be like being a person in the world yeah like don't why do you awful. have to remind yourself not to be a, a, the the worst the pits this don't look at another woman ever you never know what you'll do yeah maybe it's a medusa <laughs> woman, oh no you're stone um man there's but there's like th- don't cut this guy too much slack because there's like three pretty crazy things on here the fact I mean, that he he's fills sandwich guy the fact that you guys pointed out sandwich the fact that he fills his fucking gas tank before he goes on any date ever is like crazy to me when you just know how much gas you have in your car and if you're close to empty you fill it up also there's a very specific checklist there where his uh, gas gauge is broken um Plus, plus his favorite sandwich store is three hours away. I have to go. I'll be back in six hours. I'm very nervous. Have you, you guys have been on dates, right? Uh, yes, yes, to my knowledge, yeah. I know it's been a while, you old merry creeps. But have you ever had a backup plan? Like, what if Shoney's is full? I didn't even think about that. We Is show- there still a Ponderosa's open? You show up to Shoney's and there's an hour wait, and you're like, "God damn it, I should have planned something else." That never, ha- that never happens, right? Well, and then you get really mad about it, and you fly off the handle right there in the Shoney's waiting nope. area. No, you don't. You bottle uh, that shit up and you take it home. You get angry at home. Punch God a wall. Damn Shoney's. Fuck. I need a drink. Damn you, Shoney bear. God damn it. I'm also sort of uncomfortable with the idea of this gentleman as like sort of the, the. uh date tour guide uh, uh like uh, it it matters very little what the lady in the situation wants wants to do on said date because he's got a full itinerary with mm-hmm. backup plans and contingencies also this is a conversation this person has on every date uh what's is your food not good you haven't touched it at all oh no i ate a big sandwich before we came here oh cool <laughs> you're a crazy person <laughs> you know we were going you knew right? we, were, we were going oh, to yeah, dinner at like a nice place. And if this person like gets married, is this is this applicable for every? This person's been married for six years. He's a very sweet husband. He takes his he has date night twice a week. And that means he fills up his gas tank twice a week. And he goes to like this big expensive French bistro that he had to get reservations for months in advance. And he shows up. It's like again, you did it again, Donnie. You ate a sandwich again, Donnie, at home. <laughs> Let me fill this out, though. It's sweet thing, Donnie's I'm ta- problem. You're, a, you're assuming he's taking her to a nice French bistro. Why not just like have some fucking saltines, Donnie? Why you gotta slam jam a big sandwich? Yeah, I hope this does continue into his married life because it'll make impromptu dates all the more fun. <laughs> um, yeah, if this is like a surprise, are surprise dates a thing? Because this person would just collapse under the pressure. I feel like I would be willing to bet that all of Donnie's dates are surprise dates. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
boy. Do you want to do something this afternoon? I don't have time to get to the sandwich store. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. My, my gas tank's half empty. Hi. I have... Uh, hey, I'm America's sweetheart, Jennifer Lawrence. Donnie, I just met you at LAX. I think you're a cool-looking dude. I've got two and a half hours to kill. Let's go to Chili's to go and hang out because I think we could have a real connection with you and like we could like I could take you with me to Hollywood Boulevard and we could live the rest of our lives out happy. What do you say, Donnie? I know that you have time to kill. What do you say? Like, I don't know. I've got like a half tank in the car back at home. I've already looked and at two women since sandwich. we've been talking. God I've got a small sandwich. I had a small sandwich. <laughs> 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 oh shit uh, this has been our comedy advice show my brother my brother and me we hope you've had a good time listening to it listen don't be like Ed and Tim share the show with people you'll, you care about I think about you're going to share and, it we've them guilted know. them into sharing but, the episode but you uh, should be like Ed and Tim in that if you want to do a birthday message <laughs> or some kind of shout out on our show in which you admit that you don't know anyone else that listens to our show, just go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron, um, and they can set you up with everything there. Um, uh, thank you to people tweeting about the show uh, using the MBMBAM hashtag. Uh, we, we certainly appreciate when you guys uh, uh, do that. My, uh, let's see, we got Bombs Fall, Rap Uncle, Vladimir, uh, Alonzo Duralde calling us out on our lack of knowledge about Grace Jones. Sounds about right. Uh, sounds about right. And she's great. Brian, she's just like she's great in that in that one instance of the Pee Wee's Christmas special. It's a bit weird. Maribeth, Joshua Cummings, Megan McCaffrey, Schmoozy, Kellen, LC, so many others. Thank you so much. Sure appreciate it. As long as we're passing out the thank yous, um, why don't I shoot one to John Roderick and the Long Winters? For the use of our theme song, it's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. It's a terrific album. I'm sure a lot of you guys got that as Candle Nights uh, stocking stuffers. Please note that for Candle Nights, you use, like, lady stockings. Mm-hmm. This is silk stockings. Silk, lady <laughs> silk stockings. You can't get a lot in there, but you can get a CD or a jump drive. Also, make sure to check out all the other uh, wonderful Max Fun shows. Wham Bam Pow, One Bad Mother, uh, Bullseye, Jordan Dressy Go, Stop Podcasting Yourself. Uh, make sure to check out Sawbones. Uh, marital, a misguided marital tour through something medicine or whatever. Yeah, kind of got away from me. Yeah, it's good. I'm on it. Justin's on it. Full disclosure: Justin is on that podcast. Full disclosure. Also, uh, everybody, be really careful on New Year's Eve. Drive safe and don't drink and drive. Don't and drink. Watch out for other drunk drivers don't, out there. Don't drink. You might say something bad. You might look at another woman. You might turn into a like a hot rod. You might, if it's a spicy drink, sure they have those. Um, you guys want that final Yahoo? Yes, hit me. This one's sent in by Kristen Campbell. Thanks, Kristen. It's by Yahoo Answers user Laura, who asks, Where can I buy the smallest rice cooker? (laughs) I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Justin, what are you doing? Uh, strapping a uh, chicken to my arm. Heard there's some uh, plague out west, so I just wanted to, you know, kind of get out ahead of it. 
Justin, if you'd ever listened to our medical history podcast, Sawbones, where we talk about everything from trepanation to bloodletting, you would know that that is a ridiculous idea and it will never work. Sawbones? I haven't caught it. Sawbones? Yes, it's every Friday on the Maximum Fun Network and we record it together. A doctor or something? Yes!